All right, hello everyone. My name is Bobby Joe Dallas, Customer Engagement Manager at Total Expert. Welcome to Street Level Strategies. I'm joined today by Adam Neft, Producing Branch Manager from Go Mortgage. How are you today, Adam? Bobby Joe, I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? Dude, I'm doing so good. I'm happy to be here with you. So thank you again for being with us. And I'm excited just to jump right in. So how do you say, you ready? Yes, ready to go, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So first off, why don't you go ahead and give us a quick intro to you, your business, your life, your background. Go ahead and tell us all about yourself. Yeah, I have what I think a lot of people would say is a normal background before getting into mortgages. I got degrees in journalism and political science, became a sportscaster after college, um, did television and then radio for about 13 years or so, doing sports talk shows, Indianapolis, Louisville, and Columbus, Ohio, and then decided it was time to enter the mortgage business. <laughs> so I got in in 2012, uh, joined a call center, 100% refi, direct mail type of thing. And about six months in, I wanted to get into the purchase game. So I started calling realtors and forming relationships. And uh, from there, became a sales trainer in a company and for seven years originated and, and traveled the country and trained and had kind of a dual role. And then COVID came around and decided that traveling was probably going to go away. So just focused on originating and doing purchase business. And here we are. I love it. And I mean, you have the voice for it. I can just hear it. Like you are a, a broadcaster. I, I need that. You're going to give me some tips. Okay. Cause I got to get, I got to get my voice like yours. I don't have many talents. I'm a little bit <laughs> short. I'm short. I'm not very athletic. I can be a little slow, but the good Lord above gave me the ability to talk that he did do. Hey, me too. And I'm thankful for it. I could talk all day. So this is going to be a great conversation. Um, but thanks for that little background. It's awesome to hear kind of your story, how you got into the business. Um, and here's a question for you. If you could go back to the first day that you started as an originator, what advice would you give yourself? Anything? Would you do anything differently? Um, do you have any like key advice that you'd give to people? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say take your business seriously, but don't take yourself seriously. And I think that's uh, an interesting dichotomy in what we do. Obviously, you have to focus on your business, your relationships, your metrics, things like that. But when it comes to the client and realtor facing part of it, people want to work with people that just make them laugh, that just have a good time. Real estate can be stressful. Yeah. It's very, very go, go, go. It's very 24 seven. It's weekends. It's nights. Yeah. And Above all that, you know, people just want to have someone that can shoot the breeze with them, can, can talk about what they did this past weekend, can talk about yeah. what's going on in their life. So I guess I would say when I'm in the office, focus on work, focus on your business. Yeah. But when it's out having a coffee, having a lunch at a happy hour, don't make it about real estate and mortgages, make it about something fun and, and people are more attracted. I love that. And that's so true because the home buying process itself is so um, stressful. So like when you're out just talking and having a good time, like you want to just be able to talk and get to know your originator and understand that they're still a human and they can have that good conversation with you. So that's that's so good. Not to take yourself so seriously. I'm going to I'm also going to work on that. I'm going to not take myself so seriously. But when it's work time, I'm going to heads down. Um, that's amazing. Now, I am going to transition a little bit to total expert because I'm super excited. I know that you have been on the platform for a long time. So that's also a whole different perspective than the other folks that we know we've been talking to. And so I want to hear from you as um, an originator who's been on the platform for X amount of years. Tell me, at least first, I will start off. How long have you been on the platform? Probably about a decade. I have seen this CRM and this entity total expert grow substantially since its infancy, at least what I knew it to be its yeah. infancy to where we have it today and really even the growth we see today, about 10 years. 
That's wonderful. Okay. So you've had about 10 years under your belt on the platform. And I love to talk just a little bit about how, like how in the, within those 10 years, either has it, you know, transformed your business? How have you seen it improve your business? Um, kind of starting ground level when you didn't have total experts, have you seen it grow with your business? It used to be a very manual process, whether it was at the pre-approval stage, once a client was in contract, or even handling a lot of the post-closing follow-up and, and checking in, birthdays, holidays, things like that. There's always going to be a manual component to what a loan officer does. I don't think that can ever be completely yeah. replaced. A simple phone call the day of closing to say, hey, how do we do? You know, you're going to get a survey, whatever. I don't want to automate everything. Yeah. However, there's about 70% of the process in the communication that when automated does just as good of a job, if not better job, than an individual doing it manually and, and does it professionally and does it even if you're not available. If I have, let's say I had a loan get approved over a weekend and I wasn't working that weekend because I did a weekend trip somewhere, the emails go out from total experts to the agents, to the buyer, to the transaction mm -hmm. coordinators without me doing anything rather than waiting, hey, an underwriter was working on a Saturday, Adam's not back in his office till Monday, he's got to stack this high to deal with. And oh, by the way, Monday night finally realized the loan was approved, it's been over 48 hours. That email communication's already gone out. Everybody's happy, it sort of brightens their weekend, yeah. things like that. So it really does help with a lot of the automated communication. You know, I've set it up where there's an email that gets sent about a week before their first payment is due. Right, just to say, hey, your first your first payment on your mortgage is coming up. You should have received something from my company. If you didn't, if you have questions, call me, blah, blah, blah. It used to be I would put everything in my email, in my outlook. And say, all right, I got to email Bobby Joe. Her first payment's in a week, blah, blah, blah. Now, click a button at closing, and it's just done, and it saves me so much time. But it's also the uniformity and the consistency. Every email is the same. I know it's approved by compliance. It's been run. It's formatted by marketing, right? It looks correct. Yeah. So I know what's going out is a thing. That's awesome. So I hear you saying is like, you're leveraging the automated communication throughout the whole entire customer lifecycle to ensure that, you know, your clients, your prospects are being communicated at the right time. And then you don't have to do anything, right? You can like sit back and forget it. Even if you're yeah. on your weekend trip or you're sick or something, right? It's still going out on your behalf. And what's really incredible about it is the initial jaded approach that I have when I embark on something like this is, oh, it's going to look like every major company when it's your birthday and you get an email from the ice cream shop or the shoe yeah. store and it says, hey, Adam, happy birthday from all of us at ABC Shoes. And you're like, oh, another one of these? It's personalized, yeah. right? What total expert in these emails do really well is, yeah. of course, there are some jaded consumers out there that are probably this is an automated email, but for the most part, and this is what's always been so pleasantly surprising is, the emails look like they came directly from me. Like I did spend the time to type this up and format it. And I get so many replies mm. to these emails, whether it's on someone's birthday, whether it's before the first payment is due, yeah. whether it's a clear to close, right? doesn't matter. Yeah. I get so many replies where people are under the impression, which is great, that it's for me, that it's not just a generic, hey, yeah. happy uh, closing anniversary from all of us at Go Mortgage type of thing. It looks genuine. It has a feel of, of personal yeah. to it. Yeah. And have you seen success with those birthday emails? Absolutely. So actually over this past weekend, and my birthday emails go to folks that just are pre-approved, folks that fell out of contract to everybody. Okay. People like getting an email on their birthday. And again, it's not a generic birthday email from ABC Corporation, right? It's coming from me. Mm -hmm. And so a birthday email went out a few days ago. 
the client replied and said, hey, it's so nice to hear from you, right? Can we talk? And what happened was about a year ago, she was referred to me by one of my one of my good realtors. And for one reason or another, they simply didn't qualify with me for what they were looking for. We had limited down payment assistance options mm-hmm. at my company at the time. They had to go somewhere else. And, and just due to the market and financial constraints, they didn't have a lot of money. And so it's been tough for some of these buyers to get into contract, you know, faced with circumstances like that. So we actually spoke a little bit ago and she let me know the lender she was speaking to, she wasn't in love with because she felt like she wasn't being treated so well due to the fact that they had to utilize a bond program. And our company's actually rolled out a few new bond programs lately. So we redid her application, pulled a new credit report. She's pre-approved, we're off and running. So had that birthday email not gone out, I don't think she would have thought we'll call Adam again because the last communication Adam had with her 10 months ago was, I'm sorry, we got to send you to somebody else. I simply don't have the product to service you. And, and yeah, maybe I as the loan officer should do a better job of tagging that and saying if I get the product. But the reality is I'm busy. I manage a large team. I have a decent pipeline to reach out to this client that by all accounts, and her realtor even said she's happy with this other lender, which I don't know what happened, but they weren't right. So that birthday email led me to a new pre-approval and, you know, knock on wood, hopefully we'll fund a loan soon for this young family. Wow. That's awesome. So clearly you're seeing that even though these, this automation is going out, you're seeing legitimate deals come in from these automated messaging that's, you know, going out on your behalf, personalized on, on behalf of Adam. No question. And, you know, look, I try to call people on their birthdays, obviously, when we take a 1003, you have date of birth on the file, so you know when to call people. But let's just be honest, and every loan officer watching this has got to be honest with themselves, we forget to do things, right? The day gets busy, you got an appraisal issue, you got a this, you got a new pre-approval, you got to call it this, you got to do whatever, and then things slip through the cracks. And that's the beauty of Total Expert is, Total Expert's busy, but it doesn't forget. (laughs) It's a computer, right? As long as I set it up correctly with my team, it's not going to forget to email this person on their birthday. And then a lot of them do reach out. And even if it is somebody that has closed, let's say they closed a month ago and they get the birthday email today, right? A lot of them do reply. It comes to me. And it just leads to a new conversation where, hey, I really appreciate that nice review you left me. Want to provide that same level of service to somebody you know. If I call you back in a couple of weeks, can you think of somebody, right? It just kind of reignites that spark because right now everyone is looking for more business, more pre-approvals to expand their sphere. I imagine most people watching this right now, the phone is not ringing as they were used to for the last five or 10 years. And so this is just one more arrow in the quiver, if you will, to hopefully help get that phone to ring a little bit more. And let's be honest, if you're not keeping in touch with your past clients, somebody else is. Mm. Somebody else is marketing to them, whether it's through SEO, whether it's through, you know, AdWords online or something else. They're your clients. They're my clients. So shame on me if I'm not the one saying, hey, you got a question, call me. Because they're going to see stuff online. They're going to hear stuff on the radio and TV. They're going to Google it and they're going to get blasted with ads from every mortgage company. I got to be top of mind. Yeah. And even going back to what your, you know, your story earlier about your, this client, right? This client was actively in a, in a process, in a process with this other originator, right? But they're unhappy and they're willing to jump ship to an originator that's going to focus on them and be, give them better service. Yeah. And a lot of times too, the reason I can't serve somebody may not even be because of the service. I may just not have the product to suit their needs, right? They may like me. They may want to work with me. I just don't have what I need. And, and so they're sort of up against it. There are other good loan officers in my market yeah. in every market. I 
I'd like to think what I do is unique, but I'm not so naive and ignorant to think I'm the best or nobody else can do what I'm doing. And and so just the sheer being top of mind, right? Yeah. Where this this young lady was just a little bit frustrated. She wasn't getting answers to her questions for what she said. She wasn't getting callbacks. She really felt like, and whether this is reality or not, it's, it's her feeling, is that she was being treated poorly because of her situation, right? And the one thing she said to me was, even though you said you couldn't help me, right? You still treated me very decently. She even said, like, I'm not a millionaire, Adam. I said, neither am I. I'm, sure. <laughs> right? but I'm, a, I'm about a million bucks short right now. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, super, super good nuggets that you're sharing here. And while I have you on, and because you are just one of the top folks who have been on the platform for such a long time, I'm going to kind of go off script here and ask you a few other questions. But um, when you, so if there's another originator here, right in this room, on this conversation, listening to us, what is something that you would say, knowing that you've been on the platform for nine years, if there's someone else that doesn't have the platform, what would you recommend to them? Like, what is, what is your piece of advice in terms of total expert and why it would be so helpful to them? It's an incredible tool to share with your realtor partners. Mm. I really think it is. And I was actually talking to a realtor out of market about an hour and a half. So I'm in Columbus, Ohio. They're about an hour and a half away. Mm -hmm. And I call realtors with my loan officers to try and help set them up meetings and business. And this realtor, like every realtor, already have a lender, right? They all have a lender. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, just so I know, what is it about your lender you really like? Because I'm, I'm still learning too, 11, 12 years in the business, 10 years with TE, right? If someone else is doing something that agents like, by all means, if I can do it, I'd like to do it too. And he says, this lender of mine uses this program called Total Expert. And this realtor thought it was like proprietary to this one small mortgage company. And I said, so I kind of played dumb. And I was like, Total Expert, really? Tell me about that. And he was telling me about how they use it and he can go on and pull flyers for social media and whatever else. And I was like, well, just so you know, we could do that too. We may have flyers separate of what they have, right? right? They may have great flyers for VA financing. We may have them for FHA financing, yeah. whatever. I said, it's not a one-size-fits-all program. And his eyes sort of lit up. And I said, look, <laughs> it doesn't cost you or me anything to add you yeah. to our platform. It takes about 15 minutes for you to learn it. Take half an hour, poke around, right? Just play around with it. If there's something you like, let's do it. And look, there aren't as many open houses today as there were five, yeah. 10, 15 years ago. But one of the things that always made my marketing teams a little bit bananas was Friday afternoon comes a realtor says, Adam, I got a listing. I'm doing an open house this weekend. Can I get a flyer? And I'm like, oh, I don't know how to do this. Right. And marketing's got to stay late. And they're like, this is the third time in a month. Mm -hmm. Now the realtor can do it themselves. Right. Yep. And it integrates with our pricing engine so we can throw the options on there. And the agents absolutely love it. Yeah. And I would say it, it, there's an old cliche about like a minute to learn a lifetime to master, right? Yeah. To master all the tools in Total Expert will take a long time. There's no question. There's so much there. You sort of have to pick what's most impactful yeah. for you. If you don't do any open houses, right, then there's no that point in sense. learning that, right? Yeah. But but I think the value add for agents that's that, awesome. that they're not getting, especially at smaller brokerages, if they work for one of the big, big, big mega brokerages, they probably have a giant marketing library, but as we're starting to see, a lot of them are forming their own independent brokerages because the splits are just better. Yeah. And they don't have the marketing capital and wherewithal to plug in and go to a marketing library of 10,000 flyers, 100%. right? They just don't. And here it is where you can have it. It's professional. It's compliant. It's really sharp. It's easy yeah. to share to social media. 
And if you have a request, we put it into marketing, they publish it for everybody. Yep. So when I approach an agent, this is what I show them. Amongst other things, right? This isn't the only thing. Yeah. I'm like, well, what's the argument to not participate in this? Like, it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. It's easy to learn. If you think it stinks, don't use it. And some don't use it, and that's okay, yeah. right? That's right? But for the most part, the agents see it, and they're just like, wow, I'll, I'll use it, right? Some use it every day, some once a month. But it's a yeah. huge value add for agents. And at least they have it. And you make a good point, right? They can We can work with multiple people, right? And that just makes their library even bigger. But again, it's their account. They can go in. They can create flyers and, and do branding on their own. If, and especially if they don't have a tool like that. Some will. Great point. But some, most don't. Some smaller brokerages don't, right? So that's a, that's a great point. And then um, another question for you. So then if you were going to talk to, if there's an originator on here listening who um, is using Total Expert, and but isn't using it to its fullest potential where's one area that you would say is the most impactful in their business that they should focus on yeah that's a great question too i mean I, the milestone updates assuming your company doesn't have those are yep. huge because again it just takes out a lot of the manual and laborious process yep. so you don't have to update agents and clients every other day um and, and honestly the post-closing communication i think most loan officers do a decent job of uh, when you get a pre-approval, staying in touch, calling them on Thursday, whenever you call them, whatever. But once that thing closes, let's be honest, how good of a job do we want to call them once a year to say, hey, how's it going? And, you know, any changes to your life? We do a really poor job, I think, yeah. as an industry after closing. And let's be honest, once we close, our clients forget about us. We'd all like to think, okay, I closed for Susie and John. And two years from now, they want to buy another house. They're going to think Adam was great. They don't. Right. They don't, right? So the post-closing communication to set it up, to manage it. Um, what I love about TE is you can easily go in and see how many have been opened, right? Yes. Are there bounce backs? Because if I send it to, you know, Bobby Joe worked for XYZ Corporation and that was the email I used and now she works for Total Expert, I realized, oh dang, right? All my post-closing communication to Bobby Joe is going to an email that no longer is functional. I don't want to keep doing that because here I am thinking I'm doing a great job keeping in touch yeah. with our after closing. And the reality is it's probably going to somebody at their company that's like, what the heck is this? Yeah. Or it's just going into a black hole so I can reach out and say, hey, looks like your email changed. You know what's going on? Oh, I changed jobs. You did. Okay, great. Start a conversation. Get the updated email. And it's really easy to see. If I want to, like June is National Home Ownership Month, right? Yeah. And so let's say I worked with my marketing team. I'm going to do a four email drip for National Home Ownership Month. And after the second email goes out, I go into my TE and I see 50% of my database unsubscribed. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen, right? But if I do, I sort of have to think, okay, maybe, What's happening here? <laughs> maybe my database doesn't want to hear about this. But it's a real, real quick way to measure is something yep. working right now. Nobody, never, I've never had 50% unsubscribed. If I did, that would be pretty you almost have to offend a lot of people or something, right? They say this about yeah. uh, Jerry Seinfeld, I think, said this about comedians. You, you get a response. You get how you're measured every 12 seconds, right? Every 12 seconds, you know how the audience feels about you. I can see real quick how people feel. Are they open? I mean, when the clear to close email goes out, it's like a 98% open. Oh, they want to know when that's clear to close. <laughs> no, hey, we're clear to close. It sounds important, even if I know nothing yeah. about mortgages, right? Yeah. So yes. it's just nice to be able to do the post-closing emails, but also measure, is this effective? Are people yes. looking at it? Are they unsubscribing? Is it bouncing back? Yeah, that's a great point. I was just talking to a few originators the other week as well about that's one of the biggest best, best practices that they do is they go in and every time they send an email or do something, they're checking their emails, they're unsubscribes, and they're, that's, that's the key 
um, push to say, hey, I, I should reach out to these people. And then you are opening that conversation and you're maybe you're catching them at just the right time, right? And saying, hey, something changed, something going on, it's sparking that conversation. So I love that you that you bring that up. That's a great, great point. And just key best practice for any other originators on the on the call listening. So um, okay, well, final question for you today, and then I'll let you off the hook here. Um, what is one thing that you should continue doing moving forward and one thing that you should stop? And you can answer either professionally or personally. Oh, that's a great question. So one thing to continue doing moving forward is reading. Um, when I was a kid, I liked to read, but I only liked to read topics that interested me. Maybe sports was all I cared about as a kid, right? And so in school, they'd make you read Shakespeare to kill a mockingbird or other you know, classics. And I didn't like that. And so as I got a little bit older, I realized, hey, I'm an adult. I don't have to read. I can just watch sports. I can just read the sports page, right? So I hate to admit this, but there was a, a length of time in my adult life where I just stopped reading books. I would read you know, articles online and click whatever. And about five years ago, I realized a mile from my house is a very nice library. They work with 30 other libraries. And the beauty of being an adult is you can get a book. And if you read two chapters and you don't like it, you just return it, right? You're not forced yeah. to read this thing and then write a report on it, right? So I really try to read at least one book every two weeks, you know, alternate between business and non-business type books. Right. I really want to want to keep doing that. As far as what to stop doing, probably just overthinking things, hmm. you know, and, and really talking about how it's a challenging market. We all know it's a challenging market. Yeah. Up, inventory done, a million things we could talk about. I've started with my team on our weekly call, just stopping that and starting to talk about wins because the more we talk about the headwinds we're facing and the challenge we're facing, none of us are going to solve this, right? It's going to take a multi-faceted approach, you know, for the market to settle a little bit. And even if I'm like, yeah, I'm positive. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it right. It's still in your brain. It's still coming out to clients, right? And it's just not positive. So to really stop overthinking the headwinds, stop mm -hmm. mentioning the challenges we're facing and yeah. just kind of find positive spots where they are. I love that. And I actually heard that from a couple other folks too. So I'll echo that. I love the idea, especially as a branch manager, if you have a team or, you know, something along those lines and you're hosting those weekly calls, I love that you're doing that. Like we know it's challenging, right? So why do we keep saying that? Let's focus on positive wins, celebrating our team successes, things like that. That's really where our head should be because it does all those thoughts flow into kind of how we speak, what we do. So I love that you're that you're kind of focusing more on on the wins and things like that. That's a great, great um, advice for anyone listening. So. Wow. Yeah, there's so much out of our control. We're not changing it. So yep. forget that. Focus on something good. I love that, Adam. Well, it has been a pleasure having you here today, Adam, and just talking to you about how you're using Total Expert, what you're doing, just learning more about you as a, as a person. So it's been wonderful having you and hopefully we'll get you on here again soon. But anyways, for those of you guys who are listening, um, I hope you tune in to the next episode. Um, click subscribe, like, comment, tell us what you think. Um, if you have any other ideas or thoughts on the content today. Um, but it's been a pleasure having you, Adam, and we'll see you again soon.